morning, everyone. You know, the best seats in the house when there's a kid's program is up front. You do know that, don't you? All the little things, the extra things that are going on that uh, make it so much fun and so precious. You know, this morning as we're focusing, obviously, on the birth of the Lord Jesus Christ, and we're thinking about the angels that came and had this great pronouncement. We're thinking of wise men that came this morning. I want to focus in on the wise men, the magi that came from the east. Back in the late 1970s, in the country of Yemen, there were some Christian workers, and they were driving from Hodeidah on the Red Sea up to the capital, up to Sana'a. And on the way there, they picked up a Yemeni soldier. And he got into their car, and as they're going along, and they're talking with him, getting to know him, starting to share with him. And they start to share the Christmas story about the baby Jesus, about the angels, about the magi, and all of this. And then on that, on that journey, there came a point where the soldier said, let me off here. And as he's getting out of the car, he says to them, I already know your story. My whole village knows that story because the Magi on their way home came through our region and told us, and we've been passing that down through generations. And then he walked away. The Magi. Now, whether this, who knows where the Magi went, we just don't know that much about them. But let's look in Matthew chapter 2 on what we can find out and how that will impact you and I today. In Matthew chapter 2 and in verse 1. Now, after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea in the days of Herod the king, behold, wise men from the east came to Jerusalem, saying, Where is he who has been born king of the Jews? For we saw his star when it rose and have come to worship him. In the days of Herod the king, this is Herod the Great, he was not a Jew. He was appointed by Rome to be king, and he was ruthless. He killed at least one of his wives, at least two of his sons, to be able to remain in power. And so we come to this short little verse Wise men from the east came to Jerusalem, saying, Where is he who has been king of the Jews? For we saw his star when it rose and have come to worship him. That's it. That is all we know. But I think it's worth it to to just take some time and pause and contemplate a little bit. What would it take for you to leave your spouse, to leave your children, to leave your country, and to go on a journey that will take months, if not years, and it will cost you everything to do it. It puts it in a little different perspective, doesn't it? These wise men, who were they? We don't know. We know that they're from the east. Tradition has it that they come from Persia or they come from Babylon. 
In some of the earliest Christian paintings around 400 A.D., there's pictures of the Magi, and they're all dressed in Persian garb. The word Magi actually has Persian roots to it. And it says wise men. Were there three? Were there four? Were there five? It doesn't say. Probably because there was three gifts, the number three came down. But think about that. What was going on in the lives of these men? Obviously, they were very learned men. They were scholars. But I think they were also God-seekers. We know that the Jewish diaspora had been out in Babylon and had been out into Persia, that the, the Old Testament scriptures had probably made their way there. There was that kind of a background or influence that could be there. But these were Gentiles. And I think they were hungry for God. I think they were looking for God. And in that search, God met them. And God gave revelation to them, maybe through whatever scriptures they had. And obviously, as they were studying the stars, there is so much of the gospel. God is declaring his glory in the heavens. These men made a decision. Talking with one another, they came to the conclusion that something incredible, something special was going to be taking place amongst the Jewish people, and it had to do with Almighty God. Because you don't leave your home and your family and your country when just another king is born. Kings are born all the time. There was something special. There was something divine, and they knew it. And there was this hunger, and there was this passion inside of them. They could not rest until they followed the quest to see where it would lead. And in their hunger for God, they knew that this little baby that was going to be born was linked with Almighty God somehow, and their goal was to worship. Was to worship. So they went on their journey. And through whatever studies they had, they knew that the, that the land of the Jews, where that was, and the capital being Jerusalem, so they made their way towards Jerusalem. In verse 3 of chapter 2 of Matthew, when Herod, the king, heard this, he was troubled. That word trouble, it means you really stir something up. Because Herod's the king. How dare someone else claim to be king? But it wasn't just Herod that was troubled. It says that only with great joy. I mean, that's a lot of words piled up to say that they were really happy. (laughs) They were really happy. Why? Because they sensed the presence of Almighty God. They sensed the direction of Almighty God. They knew that the quest that they must have left four, five, six months ago Because it's a thousand miles by camel if you want to come from Babylon or from Persia. And they're sensing, they're getting to 
the fulfillment of their hope. Verse 11. And the star led them to the very house. It says, and going into the house, they saw the child with Mary, his mother, and they fell down and worshipped him. Then opening their treasures, they offered him gifts, gold and frankincense and myrrh. They fell down and they worshipped. This isn't bowing, and this isn't getting on your knees. This word is lying prostrate before the baby Jesus. These men knew that they were in a divine presence, that the creator of the universe was involved, and they brought gifts, and it cost them the gifts they brought. Gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Frankincense and myrrh sometimes were were even more expensive than gold in those days. They brought everything for that moment to fall down and to worship. You know, I wonder what happened after that. I I don't think that they just came and worshiped for an hour and then left. I think they started to fellowship with Joseph and with Mary. And Joseph and Mary would say, how did you come to be here? Who led you to be here? How did you know? And they would tell the story of God's hand and touch on their lives to bring them to this point. And they would ask, Joseph and Mary, tell us about this little baby. And Mary would go back to when Gabriel came to her and outline the whole story of being a virgin and the miraculous birth of this baby, and then how the the angels came, and and all of heaven was opened, and they were rejoicing and praising God. And it's like God has arranged all of this to take place. That the Jews, through the shepherds, would know that this is God the Son. That the Gentiles, through the Magi, would know this is God, the Son. And I think the Magi were just drinking in all of this. And they had come to where their thirst was now quenched. They had come face to face with the living God through the baby Jesus. And their lives were forever changed. Forever changed. So it came time for them to depart and being warned in a dream. God is still in control. Guys, don't go back home the way you came. You've got to go a different route. Now, whether that was through Yemen or not is not important. But go a different route and go home. So I'm challenged by this. I am so challenged. I'm, I'm challenged by their lives. We have so much truth. They had so little. But the little truth that they had, they acted upon it with everything that they were. And that's the challenge that I take away. And that challenge, 
I think it's really for all of us. Let's come. Let's come to worship our King. Let's do that together with awe. Let's do that together with incredible praise. And there will be times in the privacy of your home where you just need to literally get down on your face before Almighty God and thank Him and tell Him how much you love Him. But we also need to be people who will be passionate in our pursuit of Jesus. Passionate. They were passionate. They gave months, if not years, of their lives for this quest. Let's be focused on following Him. There are lots of things going on in our lives, and we have jobs, and we have all these things, and that's great, and that's how the world works. But let's be focused on following the Lord Jesus Christ 100% in every decision we make and all the direction that we take. Let's be willing to give up everything for him. Everything. These Gentiles left their wives and their kids and their country and their culture to find God. Let's just put in perspective what that looks like for us. Obviously, God wants us loving our spouses and loving our children and loving our families. But there is something about willing to give up everything. Are you willing to give up your career? Are you willing to give up this this trajectory that you're heading on to go anywhere, to do anything that God would call you to do? And finally, let's, like the Magi, let us be an example to the world of our love for him our passion for him, our desire for him. Father God, as we see this example of the wise men, we are just challenged. Father, would you just hear our cry today? Lord, we want to be like them. Father, we thank you for this great salvation that we stand. And Father God, I would just ask through the power of your Holy Spirit right now, if there are people here who have not taken that step of faith, Lord, that they would do that right now. That they would bow before you, confess their sins, and drink in the salvation and the forgiveness that you have for them this day. Father God, I pray that for us in this church, Lord God, that as we move forward in the weeks and the months ahead, it will be with passion for you and love for one another and that we will willing to do whatever you ask us to do for the sake of your name and your glory. And we give you all the praise this morning. We love you, Father. Thank you for Jesus. Thank you for your spirit. And it's in the name of Jesus that we pray. Amen.